Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. We are finishing the book of Lamentations today by reading chapter 3, verses 37 and following. Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Then why should we, mere humans, complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, We have sinned and rebelled, and you have not forgiven us. You have engulfed us with your anger, chased us down, and slaughtered us without mercy. You have hidden yourself in a cloud, so our prayers cannot reach you. You have discarded us as refuse and garbage among the nations. All our enemies have spoken out against us. We are filled with fear, for we are trapped, devastated, and ruined. Tears stream from my eyes because of the destruction of my people. My tears flow endlessly. They will not stop until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. My heart is breaking over the fate of all the women of Jerusalem. My enemies, whom I have never harmed, hunted me down like a bird. They threw me into a pit and dropped stones on me. The water rose over my head, and I cried out, This is the end! But I called on your name, Lord, from the deep, from deep within the pit. You heard me when I cried, listen to my pleading. Hear my cry for help. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. Lord, you have come to my defense and you have redeemed my life. You have seen the wrong that they have done to me, Lord. Be my judge and prove me right. You have seen the vengeful plots my enemies have laid against me. Lord, you have heard the vile names they call me. You know all about the plans that they have made. My enemies whisper and mutter as they plot against me all day long. Look at them. Whether they sit or stand, I am the object of their mocking songs. Pay them back, Lord. For all the evil that they have done. Give them hard and stubborn hearts, and then let your curse fall on them. Chase them down in your anger, destroying them beneath the Lord's heavens. How the gold has lost its luster. Even the finest gold has become dull. The sacred gemstones lie scattered in the streets. See how the precious children of Jerusalem worth their weight in fine gold are now treated like pots of clay made by a common potter. Even the jackals feed their young, but not my people Israel. They ignore their children's cries like ostriches in the desert. The parched tongues of their little ones stick to the roofs of their mouth and thirst. Children cry for bread, but no one has any to give them. 
people who once ate the richest foods now beg in the streets for anything they can get. Those who once wore the finest clothes now search the garbage dumps for food. The guilt of my people is greater than that of Sodom, where utter disaster struck in a moment and no hand offered help. Our princes once glowed with health, brighter than snow, whiter than milk. Their faces were as ruddy as rubies, their appearance like fine jewels. But now their faces are blacker than soot. No one recognizes them in the streets. Their skin sticks to their bones. It is as dry and hard as wood. Those killed by the sword are better off than those who die of hunger. Starving, they waste away for lack of food from the fields. Tender-hearted women have cooked their own children. They have eaten them to survive the siege. Now the anger of the Lord is satisfied. His fierce anger has been poured out. He started a fire in Jerusalem that burned the city to its foundations. Not a king in all the earth, not one in all the world, would have believed that an enemy could march through the gates of Jerusalem. Yet it happened because of the sins of her prophets and the sins of her priests who defiled the city by shedding innocent blood. They wandered blindly through the streets, so defiled by blood that no one dared to touch them. Get away, the people shouted at them. You're defiled, don't touch us. So they fled to distant lands and wandered among foreign nations, but none would let them stay. The Lord himself has scattered them, and he no longer helps them. People show no respect for the priests, and no longer honor the leaders. We looked in vain for our allies to come and save us, but we were looking to the nations that could not help us. We couldn't go into the streets without danger to our lives. Our end was near, our days were numbered, we were doomed. Our enemies were swifter than eagles in flight. If we fled to the mountains, they found us. If we hid in the wilderness, they were waiting for us there. Our king, the Lord's anointed, the very life of our nation was caught in their snares. We had thought that his shadow would protect us against any nation on earth. Are you rejoicing in the land of Uz, O people of Edom? But you too must drink from the cup of the Lord's anger. You too will be stripped naked in your drunkenness. O beautiful Jerusalem, your punishment will end. You will soon return from exile. But Edom, your punishment is just beginning. Soon your many sins will be exposed. Lord, Remember what has happened to us. See how we have been disgraced. Our inheritance has been turned over to strangers, our homes to foreigners. We are orphaned and fatherless. Our mothers are wid widowed. We have to pay for water to drink, and even firewood is expensive. Those who pursue us are at our heels. We are exhausted, but are given no rest. 
We submitted to Egypt and Assyria to get enough food to survive. Our ancestors sinned, but they have died. We are suffering the punishment they deserved. Slaves have now become our masters. There is no one left to rescue us. We hunt for food at the risk of our lives, for violence rules the countryside. The famine has blackened our skin as though baked in an oven. Our enemies rape the women in Jerusalem and the young girls in all the towns of Judah. Our princes are being hanged by their thumbs and our elders are treated with contempt. Young men are led away to work at millstones and boys stagger under heavy loads of wood. The elders no longer sit in the city gates. The young men no longer dance and sing. Joy has left our hearts. Our dancing has turned to mourning. The garlands have fallen from their heads. Weep for us because we have sinned. Our hearts are sick and weary. And our eyes grow dim with tears. For Jerusalem is empty and desolate. A place haunted by jackals. Lord, you remain the same forever. Your throne continues from generation to generation. Why do you continue to forget us? Why do you abandon us for so long? Restore us, O Lord, and bring us back to you again. Give us back the joys we once had. Or have you utterly rejected us? Are you angry with us still? Lamentations is full of emotions. It's full of how the people would feel as they had lost so much. But there is the beginning of our reading today, a statement of so much truth. When it says that Why should we mere humans complain when we are punished for our sins? That is a fantastic summary of how so many people look at life. So many people look that that they cannot believe that, that God would ever judge them. They think that they are above God's judgment. And certainly we see that in the life of Israel and Judah. That they thought that they were above God's judgment, that they did not have to worry about it, but we are mere humans. Who are we to question the mind of God? As we close the book of Lamentations, we see a recognition recognition of God remaining the same forever. He does not change. There is a hope and a prayer that God will restore them. But they recognize that God is the same forever. Aren't you glad about that? Isn't it great to realize that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That because of his faithfulness in the past, we know that he will be faithful in the future. 
So as the people are led to exile, as they witness all the death and destruction all around them, they're left with the thought that perhaps God will be faithful again because he's been faithful in the past. Spoiler alert for the future readings that we will see. God was faithful because he is faithful. He remains the same forever. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.